What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Uh, Your thrice weekly episode where we touch on the hottest news and the most chat-worthy topics with a touch of what, Terrence? A touch of good old humor. Touch of good old humor, man. It's yeah. the weekend. It is the weekend. Um, I think uh, it's been anything interesting in during the week. Like uh, we talked about COVID a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, don't know, man. As in, as in, it's, uh, it's been a COVID. Uh, just COVID. T- everything is tinged with uh, COVID right now, lah. Yeah, I mean, even yesterday, yesterday Lawrence Wong had something talking about how it might be in the best interest to pause Singapore's reopening and whatnot. But I think everyone is kind of on edge, right? You remember that when the week started, right? Mm. We did that podcast, and I was feeling a little anxious, and I was surprised by how little people were feeling anxious. Yeah. Um, but then by the end of the week. We are hearing MOH saying that, okay, the next few weeks are going to be critical because it might go up to 1,000 cases a day or 2,000 cases a day. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Wong is talking. I think everybody is just just on age, man, on age, but nothing nothing conclusive yet. Lah. Yeah, and uh, just have to kind of wait and see. Lah. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of different news coming out and, and we've got like Gan Kim Yong, Ong Yi, Ong Yi Kung. Oh yeah, someone, someone in our, by the way, someone on our subreddit is... is Super pissed off about our pronunciation of his name. Uh. It's not Gang Kim Yong. Uh. No, no, Ong, Ong, oh, Ong, Ong, Ong Yi Kang. Uh, he says it's Ong Yi Kang, not Ong Yi Kong. Even though everybody wants Kung Fu fighting, uh, but it's Ong Yi Kang. You can't go Ong Yi Kong. But, but some people also say Kung Fu. Eh? Correct, correct. So I also pronounce it Kung Fu. Kung Fu. So uh-huh. I also pronounce it Ong Yi Kong. But but uh, yeah. but Kang, I think they want the they want the sinusized uh, pronunciation of the name Ongi Kang, like K A N G, yeah. But Ongi but Kang. Okay, uh, okay. I mean I I I think uh, you know it's fine it's fine either way lah. I think this this that's a it's a very um, because I'm sure I'm sure there's a reason why it's spelled K U N G rather K A N G as well lah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I mean. But we must just say that we're not going to be talking about COVID today. Yes. Right. Yes, correct, correct. No COVID. That was just our two minute. We just have to speak about something related to COVID every podcast. So now that we are over it, mm. uh, past COVID uh, uh, issues, uh, maybe before we dive into the topic, I shall do a weekly plug. Mm. Right. Yes. And, and that plug is that if this episode or if any episode of ours in the past has, has brought a little smile to your face or made you think a little bit more about an issue that is important, please do share our podcast with at least one person, you know, because mm. uh, our podcast has grown wonderfully over the past year uh, and so has our subreddit. So we just want to keep the growth happening, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the, the besides the Reddit, there's also the, our YouTube channel as well, all right? Mm, uh, mm. Where we've posted the, and the latest uh, guest interview with Zah Ismail is also up on, on the YouTube channel. So check that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and we are going to be trying to put up even more content because yeah, things are things are changing, things are moving, and we're going to keep cranking them out, man. Mm, that's right. But uh, yeah, awesome. what is um speaking of cranking it out, right? What is the big the big topic that we are talking about? The serious topic the, that we're talking about this week. The yeah. serious topic. Uh, mm. It is not an incident that happened last week. It is a uh, something. I mean, it was a series of incidents that happened over the past few weeks at the recent Paralympic Games. Um, and mm. essentially, um, our para athlete Yip Ping Siu, she won her fifth 
gold medal. I think fourth and fifth gold medal, right? Mm. Uh, at the Paralympics. Um, and, you know, it was fucking uh, great to see her. And I think one of your one-shot things from a few weeks ago was uh, the clip of her kind of reacting quite emotionally to Majula Singapura being played. Uh, as she was on the podium, right? Actually, the whole thing, like, the whole experience of her just competing the whole experience, yeah, yeah. And, and winning. And just not even her, but everyone who was competing in the event as well. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think this is probably the, the most media coverage I've seen about the Paralympic, Paralympic Games in Singapore compared yeah. to previous games. Uh. So that's great. But now there's a bigger debate. Uh, it's an issue that has been brought up in the past multiple times. Um, it is around the amount of compensation that a Paralympian gold medalist gets versus an Olympic gold medalist. Mm, 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 mm. Which right now stands at 200000 for a Paralympic gold medalist versus a million dollars for mm. an Olympic gold medalist. Mm. And and I mean, you start, you do see a lot of chatter online. Um, uh, historically, also, it has been brought up in parliament before. Mm. Uh, but, but what have you gathered from the, the chatter out there? I mean, there was a there's 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 been chatter, and uh, I think the the one big thing was that Tommy Cole wrote an uh, mm. op-ed in the Straits Times just a few a few days ago that that um, saying that um, yeah, Paralympians should be you know getting as much as the not as the Olympians are because you mm. know the disparity is like twenty percent to. To, to to whatever uh to the one million that uh, that Joseph Schooling got for his gold medal right, mm. um so so it was titled Fair Play for Sing- Singapore's Paralympians uh, yeah and it's behind the paywall unfortunately uh, on the Straits Times but I'm sure there's you know there's but he also had a Facebook post right yeah I believe so yeah 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 so so yeah. he he did put it out there la, and um and and it's it's I, I think it's a uh, so so I mean Tommy Cole, you know, he's he's someone who's very respected even within the elite elite circles and everything as well, right? So for mm-hmm. him to to come forward and, and put this out there on the national broadsheet uh means that it is something, you know, big to be discussed. Uh. Mm. Mm, yeah. Mm. How about you? What yeah, what I do mean, you what what are your thoughts, your your immediate thoughts about it? Um I mean my immediate thoughts is that yeah, like, I find the disparity quite quite surprising yeah. uh, but I will also say I will also say and and it's still something I'm trying to wrap my head around and I'm trying to find out why is it not just a clear cut they should get the same mm, 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 mm. Yeah. yeah and I know saying that might ruffle a few feathers but that's what I honestly feel it's almost like my my heart knows that they should get the same but my mind is catching up yeah. so that's why I, I thought it would be quite interesting to talk about this like, because if you look on Reddit and some people are like, you know, it's definite yes, definite mm-hmm. no. Um, and I'm kind of like, okay, I can see the merits of both, but that's why I wanted to talk it out. Lah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, there, there's there's a few different ways to analyze the issue, lah, right? About mm. about how, how much it should be paid. Uh, but mm. I, I, like, I mean, maybe I can just kick the, get the ball rolling. Lah. Like one, one, yes, thing please. That, one thing people say is uh, the amount of effort it takes a lot more effort to win uh, an Olympic gold than it does to win a Paralympic gold. Uh, what do you think of that? Eh? Well, that one I think is a bit too broad a statement for for it to be something I can agree with. Eh? Because there's one thing about effort. I've seen some people say, okay, for every uh, Olympian, I think in the last games, there were like thousands more Olympians per event 
uh, mm. versus Paralympians. Like, so you if there's more people competing, it is more competitive. So you really need to you need to be like as in a top 0.0001%. Like. Mm. Whereas by virtue of just there being less Paral- Paralympians, um, it is less competitive. Like. Mm. But then the but then the thing is, if you talk about effort, sheer effort, right? Mm. You look at some of these Paralympians, right? The, I cannot even fucking believe that they still compete with uh, the disabilities that they have. Right? And to me, that is insane. Mm. You know, like mm. sometimes full-bodied people, also, it's so difficult to put your mind towards a physical activity and, and, and just carry on training. These people are not only having to overcome challenges within their event, yeah. but... Even getting to the pool, like I think you mentioned uh, previously, that some athletes for when swimming they have to be like um, carried into the water by their coach because mm. they can't do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you, you tell me that doesn't take effort. Uh. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I mean I I, I agree la, that effort shouldn't be the the main thing because yeah like a lot of people. Uh, put in effort for stuff and it goes a lot of athletes are right put in effort and they don't become olympians but doesn't mean that we we need to pay them money or anything like that like right so mm, uh mm. and and like you like you said like i think maybe for paralympians even more effort because they have they have more stuff to overcome uh in order to you know even to travel to to the olympics the tokyo olympics you know everything mm, even for them traveling yeah. is a much bigger thing you know finding a you know finding a comfortable place to sleep and things like that so I don't think it can be really gauged by the effort, lah. I mean, yeah, lah. Maybe it is a more. Uh, I mean, okay, then then maybe that's another issue. It's a, it's a more competitive pool, lah, Right. I mean, pardon the pun, but it's a more competitive pool of uh, athletes when you talk about Olympics versus Paralympics, lah. How about that? How about mm. how about that? Like they have to overcome more competition to get to to actually win. Just because they are more competitors, uh? Yeah. Do you think that's 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 a justifiable argument? I know uh someone on Reddit pointed out that even if you look at like a fifty meter freestyle event, right? Mm. In the Olympics there is one event for the men, one event for the women. Mm. In the Paralympics there can be up to eight to ten events for that same uh swim style over yep. the same distance because there are different classifications of disability. La. Correct, yep. Yeah, so so I think that is something the fact that there are different classifications of disability um i think that also contributes to this perception that okay like the paralympians have it easier because mm. in some way you know like classifying a disability is so hard i mean if mm. you look at mm. the 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 tables and the categories it is very detailed but mm. it's very hard and i can imagine people thinking uh that okay is it really fair is it like like if the disability, the range is so wide, yeah. how is it a real apples to apples comparison? Yeah. And I've been I've been guilty about that uh, for that in the past. La. Correct, correct. I mean yeah, right. you're not I mean, um yeah, you're right, la. It's 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 really classified according to let's say like, you know, I think there's a range of like uh for like, for example for Yip Pin Siu for swimming, there's a range from S mm. one to S ten, right? And S I think the more severe your your disability, the the higher uh, the lower, lower the number, right? So yeah, um, yeah, so so obviously if you're competing against S two athletes versus S four athletes, there's uh, probably more mobility in the S four athletes compared to S two la etc. And mm. and but the crazy thing is that when you watch even a, an S two race that the Yip Pin Siu was in, right? The difference mm. in the, the the level of mobility also uh is quite different. Uh. Some have have like all four limbs but maybe too too unfunctioning. 
some don't have limbs. Some, you know, have, have really have like uh, just one limb and, and things like that. So it, it's, yeah, like you say, like, it's a bit hard to classify. And uh, I can see why the argument for the, it might be less competitive uh, could also hold 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 some water, lah, right? Mm. Mm. But, but one thing I have to, to yeah. state lah, is that, that actually the Yip is she, she the, not discounting her effort or, or, or the fact that she's the dominant, she's been the dominant uh, champion for them freaking long already lah. Since the Beijing Olympics in two thousand eight, I think um, mm. she, she. I mean, basically, she, she, uh, yeah, she, she probably works out as much as uh, Olympians, in, in that she goes to the pool like, like at least like five or six times a week, and and you know she does. I mean, there's there's videos of her doing weights in the gym and doing the stuff that you would imagine any athlete having to do lah, except that she's mm. she's focusing more on her upper body and and it. You literally look at her body and you can tell like although she her arms are, are not as, as as developed as a normal person, right? But her shoulders mm. are like jacked and and, and like really wide, right? So mm-hmm. it's like in some ways you can really see that there's effort there, like it's literally on the on the shoulders, you know? So so yeah. it's um yeah, I mean I mean we're not discounting the the, the effort or or anything. We're just trying to explain trying to understand the structure of the different games as well and then and yeah, then see what's wrong lah, right i mean just by virtue of that argument where if it's more competitive means it's harder right then if you think about the olympics right mm. getting a gold medal in the 100 meter sprint mm. is probably a fuck ton more competitive than getting a 100 meet, uh, a gold medal in a sport that is not as accessible lah. yeah for example fencing mm. right Fencing is one of those sports that you require a lot of equipment. You require somewhat access, somewhat access to resources. Mm. And almost, there are a lot less fencing teams in any given country, I assume, than track and field teams, mm. right? Mm. So, but if a Singaporean were to get a gold medal in 100 meters mm. uh, running or fencing, they'll get the same amount. Yeah, correct, correct. Right. So, so that's where it becomes like, okay, um, and this is literally something that was said in parliament. Maybe just to give a, a, a review of the timeline of this issue in Singapore. Oh, can yes. Can I? Can I? Sorry. Can I give a review? Sorry, <laughs> yes. haven't, given, haven't given you the chance to <laughs> yeah. plow, Fuck, through, yeah. plow through your tabs just this, yet. <laughs> this tab has been open for damn long already. Yeah. You know? She has stated, so, okay, she has stated first... up front. She has stated up front. <laughs> no, must you come out organically. You got tap privilege. I, I give you the tap privilege. Yeah, I, that's why I don't, want to, I don't want to overly push my tabs. But when the tabs are not pushed, I will push back. Mm. So this first thing, uh, first time it was raised in like a public setting was in 2008 uh, when the NMP back then, Eunice Olsen, uh, you remember she she asked in parliament um, why there was a discrepancy. Like back then, the the prize money for Olympic gold medal was 1 million and the Paralympics was 100,000. So uh, Teo Sir Luck, who was the Minister for Community Development, Youth and Sports, uh, then said, Basically, his main point was that the competitiveness lah, between the Olympics and the Paralympics were different. Mm. Uh, and that's why um, yeah, lah, the, the, the compensation uh, reflects that. Lah. Mm. But just a month after that, it was in, the Paralympics award was doubled from 100,000 to 200,000. So yep. you can argue there was some progress. Lah. Um, his defense was that um, it's, it's, uh, it's the uh, cash award to the Olympians is not government funded. It is in the private sector from the tote board. Um, and that the cash award had for the Olympians had been around for a while, while for the Paralympians, it was just starting. And that's why they are soliciting more support from the private sector and the tote board. Uh, so it will take time. 
But then mm. even in 2016, um, after Yip Pin Siu and Joseph Schooling won the medals, uh, the Minister for Culture, Community and Youth, Grace Fu, uh, had to respond again when it was brought up in Parliament. Uh, and she said this time that it it was it's down to the awarding, the institution that gives the award to decide how much the award is. So mm. the National Singapore National Paralympics Council, SNPC, gives the award for the Paralympians and the SNOC, Singapore National Olympics Council, gives the awards for the Olympians. And he, she said it's up to them to review and increase. So after that, there hasn't been any change. Mm. Uh, but there was some backlash towards that also because they say, you know, these councils, they are, yeah, they are non-government entities but in some way, they are still related to the government. And if they're getting money from the tote board, the tote board falls under the government. So it's one of those things that it's almost like the, the semantics of it that is, is, is tricky. La. But since then, I guess every Olympics, this comes up. Um, yeah. uh, and I think Yip Pin Siu has won gold medals at three Olympics, which is why whenever she wins, uh, it comes up. La. Yeah. And this point, this year, especially when there were no Singaporean gold man, uh, medals, mm. right? Even Yap Ming Yu uh, won uh, fourth. So for her to come back with two gold medals is almost like, whoa, shit. She's putting Singapore on the world map. Mm. We need to talk about this again. La. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, I, I have to say this year's uh, Paralympics was probably the first time that I really focused on the Paralympics. Like, tried to watch several uh, events and things like that. And not just for the, not just to, to, not just to watch because, oh, wow, it's so amazing how they do it and all that. But to support, mm. like, you know, like, like I was like, oh, okay, Pinzio is competing again at this time. I'll try to watch the race, you know, live on, 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 on YouTube or something. Um, and then it might be a, f- it might be a function of the, the times we're in, like, you know, during COVID when uh, mm. there also is a lot uh, less stuff that we can actually do outside the house. So people spend a lot more time and, and, and you really feel like you're sending these athletes, these uh, Paralympians to you know overseas to compete because uh, there's such a celebration of the human spirit like, right especially yeah. especially at Paralympics this time where you know there's there's you know they've been dealt with such a uh, you know a disability in their lives but then they still brave COVID they brave all these things to go out there and compete like. and that's that to me is like one million times more inspiring than you know the the NDP like, for example um, mm, mm. you know when you know when, when the dancers complaining that oh we practice we exercise and we we've been practicing all this how come you all don't appreciate that kind of thing like right Where, mm. uh, whereas this one is like the real there's a real KPI to meet is to come back with a medal and she did it like right um, yeah so yeah to me it was like super super inspiring like and this time so I I I I I will admit I this time I'm also like really sitting up and taking notice and, hey hey how come how come you know like, we didn't give the we're not giving the same kind of uh, recognition to her so la. Yeah, and I mean I will totally admit when you told me that video was very touching, it still took me a while before I went to watch it. Whereas heartless when I heard like, Cristiano heartless Ronaldo, heartless when I heard like Cristiano you. Ronaldo scored two goals for heartless Portugal against eh. Ireland, I was like, fuck, I gotta watch this. Heartless. So, eh. Hey, <laughs> but I'm being honest. Okay, I'm being honest heartless. and I'm trying to to mm. to wrap my head around so why. So you gotta watch, no? you go watch it now. I watched really la. I even watched the, the today, part where she was. Today uh, you watch, huh? Yeah. No, I watched before that. Oh, I watched, today I rewatched it. Oh, re-watched I rewatched it. Okay. okay? okay. Don't give yeah. me a virtual sig- signaling moral authority kind of thing. No, eh. no, no, it's not. But, it's not. It's no, just, but I think. Yeah. I I think that is something that I'm more than willing to admit because there's a there's a I there, there, there's a certain inertia which I think needs to be unpacked. Mm. Um, and even when you look at uh the general. 
uh, reaction from let's say companies. Uh, do you remember when Joseph Schooling won a gold medal? Mm. Like fucking every company had like uh, full page ads and yeah. even SIA took that one picture where Joseph Schooling was behind all the SIA stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. it almost felt like there because he's an Olympian gold medalist. Mm. There's there's almost a more economic return on any ads they do la. Yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, where for for Paralympians, um, a lot of companies. I don't know if any company. I tried looking for a company that kind of put an ad out, you know, congratulating Ipinsu, but yeah. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Right. So so this feels like and and it is because of this problem, right? That's why I think I'm more for the monetary award matching the Olympians, like because. Mm. It's it's one of those things that, it, unfortunately, these kind of things it does sometimes matter the the top down approach. Mm. And if from the even from the financial aspect, which is you know everybody in Singapore is always uh very pays a lot of attention to finances. Mm. If the message is that okay, we we as a country value our Olympians regardless of whether they are in the Olympics or Paralympics equally, right? I think that sends a fucking strong message, like because that mm. would kind of bump up their visibility which would make maybe companies more open to putting ads with these people and I know that sounds fucking capitalist but mm. with more ads comes more visibility and then it's just a cycle that fulfills itself la. yeah I mean I, I try to think about it in the in the way that uh, uh, in, in recent years la, actually quite a number of years already uh, women's mm. tennis you know that there have yeah. been a lot of advocates for equal pay in women's tennis uh, compared to men's tennis. And they, and they have achieved it. La. They've achieved it for all the Grand Slams and everything. Uh, mostly uh, mostly uh, equal pay. I mean, I think all the Grand Slams now offer equal pay. And, um, mm. and, and I think tennis is a very interesting example because I think women's tennis is one of the very few uh, sports that can, you know, can can really challenge the, the men in terms of of, of um, star power and eyeballs and stuff like that. I mean, we got... You know household names like uh, the Williams sisters, uh, the Maria Sharapova, and all that 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 have come through in tennis, lah, right? Um, mm. But you know they they do play uh, three sets compared to five, right? Mm. Uh, and mm. and the truth is when uh, when when uh, you know I think uh, even even like I think one of the Williams sisters herself even said that uh, yeah, like, for her to to play the men, it'd be a very different kind of. Uh, the, the the result will be very one sided lah, you know. Uh, yeah. So so it's not a matter of who's really who's better and everything lah, but but the fact that we recognize that uh, whether you're a man or woman, if you've chosen this particular endeavor, which is you know to play a sport, we will recognize the 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 sacrifice and the you know the the fact that you have to fight through all that competition from from your from your sort of position lah, right? To to stand up for mm. everyone else, huh? So I, I think, in some ways, yeah. Even even you can't you can never quantify who has to who has to who has to go to jump through more hurdles to become a champion, lah, right? Because you know, yeah. yeah, women in some ways also there's biological differences that you have to fight through to 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 you know to to um to achieve what you want to do and 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 also same I mean same for Paralympians and Olympians, I feel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and I mean. If there was a bigger motivation for the Singapore government to to give it the same, the fact is that based on the Olympics in 2016, Malaysia also gives the same award to Paralympian gold medalists and Olympic gold medalists. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know whether they still do it, yeah. but the fact that they do it, um, and I think there are a handful of countries. I believe Australia is another country. The US, um, the US, is uh, still in the min- yeah. minority of countries that give the same award. Yeah, la. but the most, I think, the biggest one is the US. Uh, they started in the 2018 uh, with the 2018 Winter Olympics. La. I think they retroactively started paying the Paralympians the same amounts mm. as the Olympians. But for this Tokyo Olympics, it's the first time that. From the get go, we already know that the Paralympians are going to get as much as the Olympians, so so, so I think oh. that's um, it's a very big step lah for for when the US uh is doing that lah. Yeah, I see. Mm. Yeah, so so I think that that is a, a a good thing, and I mean, of course, you will get people saying that yeah, in the US, you know, if you're an athlete, it's a lot more it's a lot more competitive to become an athlete in the US. So if you make it to the US at uh, national team, it is an achievement, and there are many ways to. To put an uh, economic spin to it, like because I've also heard some people say, yeah, uh, it makes sense for people for the private sponsors of the cash prizes to let's say SNOC or the um to to invest more for the Olympics because they get more out of it. Yeah. And I think I'm already at a point where I'm, I I feel like whenever a company corporate donates money for a good cause, there's also the PR how much PR they can get out of it, lah. Yeah. So. So I mean, some people have been making the argument on Reddit, saying that of course it's a supply and demand thing, lah. You know, more people watch the Olympics than the Paralymp- Paralympics, so of course, uh, more brands would be more willing to put money towards anything related to the Olympics versus the Paralympics, and then mm. it just trickles down from there, lah. Which I think is like, hmm. In some way, it's 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 a opportunity for a brand to fucking put your money like stand out by saying, you know what, we also want to rec- recognize Paralympian. Uh, gold medalists because we value them as much. Yeah, and I'm surprised that n- not many companies did that. Yeah, and and uh, and this one I I go back to I think, accidental jurist one of the you know frequent commenters on our subreddit, uh, mm. has raised this point before like, That just because things are as how they are now, does not mean that that is how the natural order should be like, Right, that's not. Yeah, doesn't mean that it, this is what it should be forever. Uh, and if we do want to make um. You know, if we do want to really recognize uh, disabled uh, athletes and, and, and Paralympians and everything, uh, someone has to take a first step, lah, right? And maybe mm. there's someone being the, the you know, the, 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 the Singapore Olympic Council or something. Like, I don't know whether there's any way that they could pull together that prize money between the Singapore National Olympics Council and the Singapore National Paralympics Council. And then if the, Olympic, if the Olympians come back without any without anyone winning the gold, then the money flows over to the the Paralympic side la, and then they can split it up accordingly, la, right? You know also, I mean? you're going to make them, make them <laughs> pit them against each other. Oh, fuck. It's yeah. like one pool. La. It's like one pool of money and then like, if the Olympians, it rolls over, la, you know? If the Olympians get it's nothing. It's like the Hunger then, Games. Yeah. You sit down all the Paralympians and Olympians saying, this money is to be shared amongst all of you. Yeah, yeah. So Olympians, y'all have always, have a, y'all have a chance to win a larger chunk of this money but if y'all don't win the money, it rolls over to the Paralympians. And then the Paralympians yeah. is like, y'all, if y'all win, y'all get, get to eat up their money. La. You know, we will cut up their money for you. La. Yeah. Mm. So that, that would be interesting, think, right? <laughs> because at the Olympics always happen first before the Paralympics, right? Yeah. So yeah. if the Olympians win, you know, like something, the Paralympians will be like, yo, let's yeah. let's kick some shit, kick some yeah. ass, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's also yeah. The a, Olympians, if they come back, pool. yeah, we come back with zero medals again. Then like, then just one million dollars goes back. It goes into the Paralympians pool, right? You know what I mean? Mm. Something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I think that would be that would be quite quite interesting, right? Yeah, but then but it's it's kind of funny because this year when Joseph Schooling came back without a medal, you got a lot of people kind of uh not even willing to criticize or comment a bit, saying that you know he did his best and we should still love him and appreciate him uh for what he achieved. Like. But then yeah. when you get Yip Ping Siu fucking like setting world records and winning gold medals, it doesn't yeah. feel as as easily embraced. Like. And like mm. I said, even for me, it took me a, a while longer to watch her winning a race than it would for an, another sport or, or something. Like. And, and I caught myself doing that. I've been trying to figure out why. But I think it's yeah. just one of those things. Like, you know, you said you have never paid that much attention to the Paralympic, Paralympics as you did this year, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. But now I would say that for the next Paralympics, it's almost, you almost know that it is as exciting, if not more exciting. You yeah. just need that first experience, lah. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think, I think, yeah. It's just everyone is a lot more uh, glued to their, you know, phones and TV sets these few days, yeah, la, because of of COVID yeah. and all. And uh, but but you know the, I think ultimately also we like what you said. We don't see companies uh putting their money where their mouth is. You know, get Yipinsu to be your, to you know to to sponsor Milo, right? For example, mm. or Hugo Boss. How about uh, come on, Hugo Boss? You're like getting Hugo Boss. You're making like Joseph Schooling put out like very cringy challenges to compete against him for 200 meter butterfly. How about just you know putting that money to like Yip Pin Siu, and and you know mm. like getting her dressed up in Hugo Boss and everything. Uh, yeah, you know like things like that like, I think I think uh, the companies rather than than just playing all these silly like challenges like. Like is it is, there's one with the the runner the marathon runner right the the Sori Yong who just so, ran yeah yeah ran yeah. two point four under seven minutes and then you'll get like what how hundred plus or something like that for for seven how 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 much is it? how much is that giving how much are they giving oh you mean hundred plus I thought it was the chicken rice and Joseph schooling go hundred plus also I think Sori Yong said something about he there'll be hundred plus for uh if anybody beats him in his in this thing what. Oh, you oh. know, he said he'll give you $700 if you can run 2.4 under 7 minutes. Uh, correct, correct, correct. Oh. Then Joseph Schooling came yeah. out and said, Challenge, challenges anyone to a 200 meter butterfly with a 10 second head start and will give a Hugo Boss suit, la, which is obviously is like such a uh, such a plug for Hugo Boss. La. I'm saying, Hugo Boss, come on, you know, put your money where your mouth is and support the gold world record holder of the yeah, and- 200 meter, uh, 100 meter backstroke. And I guess even if you're listening to this and you you work in a company that has you know previously um, shown support for for Olympians and all, yeah, maybe just try and see whether they can do the same for our Paralymp- uh, Paralympic athletes, like, Because I think it's one of those things that it does need a shift in thinking yeah. um, for people to understand that holy shit, these people are doing amazing stuff. And like what you said, this past year and a half has been hard for everyone, for the Olympic athletes, fucking hard. For the Paralympic athletes, wow, fuck. I can imagine their training also, they're going to require, you know, more infrastructure for support, maybe uh, uh, more uh, help, a bigger, more coordinated, um, more specialized team and all. And all that would have been impacted as well. Yeah. And yeah. you see like someone like Yip Ping Siu, she's fucking accomplished, man. Yeah. Um, she has been an NMP. She has been voice uh, raised issues in parliament regarding to sexual regarding sexual harassment. She's been a 
motivational speaker, a speaker. And in some way, if you look at the purpose of sports, I think one thing that sports can do is is bring people together. Like, you know, when Joseph Schooling won, the nice thing was like, fucking everyone in Singapore was together. When Singapore won the Malaysia Cup in 1994, everyone was together. And I think for her, there's that, there's a potential for that also. Like. Yeah. And I think in that way, that million dollars or what that prize money is just the cost of getting that, lah. You know, of of facilitating that, lah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, yeah. I think I think, and I think the the answer in Parliament was a bit of a cop out, lah. Back in twenty sixteen, you know, to to say yeah, that twenty sixteen to say that it was under the purview of uh one of the uh, you know, SNOC or or SNPC and all that. I think obviously the government has a lot of influence over these organizations too, lah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I think, think now if you, yeah. that's why everyone knows. I mean, like if the government wants to do something, they will do it, lah. Yeah. The shit will happen, lah. And for for that to be, that's why I hope it comes up in parliament again, uh, in the coming weeks at the next parliamentary sitting or something. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Um, and and who knows? We might even we might even get. Get it being you on our podcast. Yeah, actually, yeah. If anyone has, has like had a, a way to to contact her, such that we can, we would love to talk to her. Yeah, we love to you know love speak to, to her. talk to her. Um, yeah, but yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, but um, speaking of uh, you know, uh, Asians going on the global stage and and you know making a big splash and everything, but but you know there being a bit of controversy, our other mm. our next story is also. Uh, about about someone like that, uh, and what what is this story about? Mm, it is uh, about Simo Liu, who is uh, more recently known as Shang Chi. Um, I think the the Marvel, the Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings has been a box office success. It's been getting so much critical acclaim. Uh, mm. It's almost like the breakout movie for Simo Liu. Um, but for Chinese netizens, mm. um, they've dug up something from back in twenty seventeen. When Simo yes. did a, an interview for the hundredth, hundred fiftieth anniversary of Canada, and he was talking to the interviewer about how his parents, who were born in China, uh, described their living conditions, mm. And he said, and I quote, "When I was young, my parents would tell me these stories about growing up in communist China. They lived in the third world where you have people dying of starvation, and they felt that Canada is a place where they can live freely and give their child a better future. Mm. And because he called China third world back in 2017." Uh, referring to a China like from years ago, the Chinese internet is pissed off, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're pissed off because, um, actually, why are they pissed off uh, specifically? I mean, yeah, because uh, on some, some on one in one school of thought is that what Simos Liu said is is kind of historically true of China in the past at that time. I think mm. when they were when China was um in like super communist uh, there were stories of maybe not the best living standards mm. um, but I think the people are pissed off just with the association of China being third world I mean no country starts off in the first world right yeah. countries kind of develop and progress and then they they get more and more developed so, so it just feels it's just another instance of someone posting something that is related to China but very like uh, just off the cuff and it causes uh, an uproar. Yeah, and, and actually uh, the larger context as well is that Shang-Chi is uh, apparently is not even has not even been cleared or wasn't it's not it's not showing in China. Uh, 
and and uh, mm. it's a very it's not a very transparent process why it is not shown in China, because you would imagine that anything you know that that celebrates Asian heritage and and stars Tony Leung as well would you know get we obviously have to show in the world big the one the the, the world's second biggest uh, movie market China lah right, um, mm, mm. but apparently it's not so. I don't know if there's some politics, you know, between Marvel and and China, and and the China film, film group already going on. Uh, plus the fact I think, Tony Leung also was criticized, for taking up the role of the villain the in the, in the movie, because uh, apparently the villain was based on a very uh, a racist very racist caricature of Asian people uh, Chinese people mm. uh, back mm. in the comic uh, I think Doctor the name is Doctor Fu Manchu or something like that uh, although he's not he's not called that now but but back then you know there was a lot of, I mean uh, yeah, back then there were just a lot more depictions of, of Asian people uh, using caricatures and all um, mm. so the I mean, the film is not without its own its little controversy already and uh, but yeah it does feel like they do this one is really Especially like you know, like Simu Liu here. I mean, it feels a bit harsh because he is sort of stating what was historically accurate as well, right? That mm. that yeah, you know, that you know, uh, conditions in China weren't probably when his parents were there and all that weren't exactly the best, lah. And and they did move to Canada to find to seek a uh to to a, a better life, which is you know yeah. a lot of people did that, lah, right? So yeah. it's almost like this online nas- nationalists are like almost trying to control the narrative of what history is as well by 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 you know like like I don't know what you can't get Simulu to retract these statements or anything that were made four years ago right mm-hmm. yeah, so it's but, just but um, a-, a, bit, a bit a bit like uh, I mean I, I, I don't blame Simulu is this this is a different thing from like John Cena what John Cena did right because John Cena when if you recall when he was promoting Fast and Furious in I think in Taiwan he mentioned that yeah. oh Taiwan's the first country in the world to to see it. Then after that he's like oh shit you know I shouldn't have referred to Taiwan as a country because everyone's like going to then kill he me apologized right then he apologized <laughs> like, because that's a that one I would say is like a a faux pas against uh, the Chinese audience like, right because we know mm. how they feel about Taiwan and all but this one is like I mean Simulu is literally just stating the the truth uh. he's not he's not being a he's not saying anything uh, particularly uh, inaccurate or false or whatever or or, or disputable uh, right. Mm-hmm. So, so as a Chinese person and my uh, uh, primary source of Chinese perspectives and yeah. opinions, why is it that your brothers and sisters in China get so angry uh, at things like this? Uh? No, so I, you I, dig deep into your psyche. I tell think me. there is a very, uh, yeah, there is a very strong, uh, like patriotism growing amongst uh, younger people in China. Who maybe all they mm. all they have really seen is is the prosperous China la, right? You know the, mm. the, the so so to them there's a lot of uh, when when in, when countries uh, you know when when people when people and countries do things that run counter to what they have been taught about uh, the history and, and 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 everything about China then they they feel like they they are the victims of some kind of smear campaign lah you know. Uh, as mm. recent as recent as remember when the when Singapore chose not to to chose not to um recognize the, the Chinese vaccine in in our country and we started we only used uh, Pfizer and Moderna vaccines and not and not the what was the what's the Chinese vaccine called shit 
Sinovac. Sinovac, yeah, yeah. We didn't recognize Sinovac yeah. as official vaccines. Uh, there were some yeah. parts of of the online Chinese uh, community that, that got very angry at Singapore as well, right? Um, mm. So it's almost like, um, I mean, like really, they're really bought into the, the, the image of China as a as a superpower and, and world leader and nothing else, like, you know? And, but, and and not thinking about all the other the other aspects of, of uh what China has done the international scene as well. Uh. But it also feels like on you're seeing more articles about, you know, like uh younger Chinese citizens kind of prioritizing work life balance, you know, like not wanting to get married, not buying into the nine nine six culture. So I guess I mean I haven't been to China before. Mm-hmm. Um Everything I know is just from talking to people and reading. So I assume that it's such a big fucking country that you will get uh, all sorts of perspectives and all sorts of biases. Like, and unfortunately on the internet, when certain demographics or perspectives take hold, you probably see that more than others. Like. Correct. Because right. I, I think yeah. yeah, some articles also did say that some people were defending Simo Liu's by saying that, yeah, he, he was speaking from his parents' experience, which yeah. might not be that far from the truth. Like. Yeah. And there's, we're talking about like 30, 40 years ago or something, right? So, yeah. so how, do you, how, do you, how do you know? Because literally, I, I first went, visited China when I think in like the 90s uh, as part mm. of like a school excursion, like a, a two-week trip. And then the, the next time I went to China was 15 years later for work. And yeah, in those 15 years, the I mean, the you, th- you think Singapore, like the changes, was like China, that, in that 15 years, that the changes in China were incredible uh, as well, you know. Yeah, uh, exactly. Literally, you can see the improvements in the the toilets. Uh. I talking about last mm. time. I remember like the toilets. I was like in the nineties when I visited toilets along. You know, while well, well, not not just in the city like, but in the countryside all that. It's just a very different experience. Fifteen years later, like, the toilets when I go when I've been to in China, uh, somehow. Yeah, that's how I mark progress, like you know, I, I look at the cleanliness of the toilets in places I go, uh, and then that really, really yeah. informs me a lot about how how society is developing. Uh, yeah. So 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 yeah, so, I mean, so, in in just fifteen short years, the the change is so dramatic. You can imagine for like Simulu to talk about what his parents experienced versus what what China is today is a completely different thing, la. Yeah, I mean, it's just for me, I find it comical, la, because. He was yeah talking about his own experience. He was talking about the country that he's currently in. He yeah. he kind of has the right to say what his parents told him. I mean, assuming that there is a certain level of truth, uh, But but it just feels. I mean, based on recent events, we yeah, had the Sinovac la, Like the Chinese uh, netizens or the it just it's just humorous for me to watch la, because mm. they get so annoyed. I think it's almost like you can predict when people will get pissed off la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you know, like there's a major disappearing campaign going on. <laughs> Against like big celebrities oh, yeah, in yeah, China, yeah. right? I think we spoke about it before. Yeah, yeah. Where, where you know, yeah. like Cao Wei, Jet Li, seem to be all under threat and all. So, I mean, the good thing that Simu Liu is is still based in the US, lah, and and he seems to be making it big in the US. So maybe he doesn't need to, to like you know, pander so much to China just yet, lah. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not pretty, just yet, lah. But scary. I mean, I think the John Cena one was the was the funniest, uh, because he he got slammed and then he apologized and he got slammed again for not having a backbone. <laughs> Exactly. Right. You can't please both sides. Uh, yeah. Even last time there was an NBA thing, right? There was some yeah, some the Houston clubs Rockets. or players that also yeah, yeah, I think the that GM, also got slammed. Yeah, the GM of the Houston Rockets tweeted uh, something in support of the Hong Kong protests. And then mm. like all the players and the coach, everything of the Houston Rockets had to, you know, like emergency press conference to say that they love China and everything. Uh. 
yeah. and then but but the China really did like censor. I mean, take down NBA games and stuff like that. So it tells you how much the you know, uh, yeah, back like US used to be the main economic superpower and and everything, but now, yeah, China's really China, starting man. to call, call the shots. Uh. Yeah. yeah, China scary, scary China. Yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> like uh, it it would be cool to make a movie in China. Mm. Or like a TV show in China. Mm. I want to just go to China and immerse myself there and just understand life there because everyone I meet they say you go to China, it is a different universe, it is a different world. Yeah. Um. In so many ways, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting, lah. But 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 I mean, are you going to watch Shang Chi? You know? Oh yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to. Definitely. You want to, but but aren't you? What what if they? Uh, it gives you the same vibes as Crazy Rich Asians. Fuck la, okay. I've I've seen I've seen enough reviews that give me confidence that it won't have just some token Indian looking through a car win- window and making a, a, a monkey face or something. Yeah, I've I've heard good things about it. I've heard good uh, things about it from from minor from minorities in Singapore, lah. Uh, yeah, yeah. In our WhatsApp group, minority WhatsApp group, everyone has been saying yeah, they they give good reviews. Oh, okay, okay, that's good. The that's minority good. WhatsApp group. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I can't invite you to that lah. Yeah, you to yeah. that. No, no. I mean, for me, actually, I mean, Simu Liu has always struck me as someone who, um, yeah, likes to speak up uh quite a lot against you know uh, uh whether it's the system, the system, or even his producers or for Kim's convenience and and then subsequently, I think he spoke up when Marvel. Marvel said that Shang Chi was an experiment, you know. Then he then he made a, a very big deal out of the the word experiment. Although although I don't think they meant it that way, la, You know, mm. uh, in the way that he was ex- he was uh, seemed to be uh, insinuating, um, but yeah, he used it to his own advantage, la, to promote the movie more. And I think uh, mm. the seven percent of Asian Americans in the US, which is seven percent of the US population, the that seven percent mm. has come out and given Shang Chi the gold open. That it it coveted like it really covered so, you know gold open gold meaning like uh, like doing like opening and making a real big splash in the box office la, which is mm. what uh but gold open also has something to do with the 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 color right uh what what about color as in to represent Asians the gold has nothing to do with it the gold the yellow like yellow because you know the yeah so yellow gold so the gold open is is is, is symbolic related like, to yeah. that lah. Yeah, yeah, but we, uh, I think it's not something that is, has always been. It's not a term that has been around forever or anything. Like. It's a new thing coined by Asian Americans, mm. uh, you know, to to signify mm. that the if uh, they don't say yet yellow, like I can't say yellow open, right? That sounds horrible. <laughs> so they, I mean, they they use the nicer term like gold open, uh, you know. It's like gold open. Uh. It's like celebrating. You know, Chinese love gold, uh, and so Asians love gold uh, in general. Asians love shiny, shiny objects. So so yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it's a yeah it's a nice thing to celebrate a goal open. Mm. Yeah, so you Correct. but you feel that pride you feel that pride when 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 you heard Shang Chi got gold open. Um, I am. Uh, it was okay lah. It was, it was okay. Uh, Asian pride. Okay. You don't I feel mean, the Asian pride, man. Yeah, I mean. I feel it's cool. Uh. Like I can't say inside me. I felt like oh my god, this is fucking uh like gonna change the game for for uh Asian pride and all. Yeah, I I I didn't feel it. I thought it was cool. You know, it's nice that that they it, a movie just with a of like majority Asian cast that from what I've heard doesn't really trivialize or tokenize certain aspects of Asian culture for it to do well at the box office, get good reviews, mm. uh bring a legendary Asian actor into Hollywood. Mm. I think that's great, lah. Yeah, and vis a vis, uh, what what you're saying? What the Henry Golding in GI Joe, right? Snake Eyes, 
That, yeah. that movie, that movie think, bombed her. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how Henry Golding feels now huh? because he was always seen as the bastion of like, you know, the new leading man yeah. um, where Crazy Rich Asians killed it. But his subsequent movies after that, it's been quite high profile movies. But yeah, there was Snake Eyes and then Shang-Chi. Wow, uh, Simo Liu is the new, the new, the new, the new star la. The new, the new gold, gold rush la. Henry Golding, yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry Golding has Henry lost Golding. his shine. Oh yeah, man. but hopefully this this sets up a rivalry la, You know. Yeah, yeah. Sets up a rivalry. Well, yeah, yes. Man. Speaking of uh, rivalries, cool. you know, is there anything, any rivalries in, in on Reddit or what that or comments that you want to highlight? Uh yes, I do. Um. There was a comment that was just posted ten hours ago, so mm. like a Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, some uh, what? Uh, AI kill you. Um, AI underscore kill you posted mm. something in response to our previous episode where I talked about how, when you know people when our generation was young, the stereotype of parent who would tell their uh kids you know don't be naughty. Uh, the apu nene will catch you with apu nene being a derogatory term for dark skin individuals. Mm. Uh, this this commenter kind of um, talked about like um, how this this is part of Sigmund Freud's psychoanalytic theory of personality and mm. the concept of mm. super ego um, and and how the super ego is is a part of our consciousness that helps values transfer from one generation to the next. Mm. It gets a little technical but i just thought oh shit this is this is the kind of post that 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 makes me go like oh shit i learned i learned something new today or i learned something that makes me want to read up more on on the ego and super ego la, and the eight uh, urges of id is that how you, you took psychology right yeah yeah id right id yeah ID? Yeah, yeah correct it yeah yeah so, i mean yeah so I exp- but a lot of a lot of uh, yeah. freud's theories and all that you know have been I mean, they were cool uh, when he when he came up with them. It seemed like a very nice unifying theory for everything, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is, is just theoretical, like, you know, nothing that yeah, can so really I, be proven. You didn't let me finish what I was going to say. I was sure. going to say, and now is the moment that Terence, uh, you know, uh, shows off the fact that he took psychology and he's going to shit on my one-show comment in some way, shape, or form. Like, and you just did that. <laughs> Great. No, it's Great, sharing right? is sharing information. I'm giving you a shortcut, dude. No, you didn't share. The part of the short section is for us to be enthusiastic about each other's <laughs> recommendations. But I could feel a dip in your energy when I finished my comment. No, 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 no. I, I, I felt I, it. I did read through that, that comment as well. Uh, and you're like, uh, you know, this is not what I studied in psychology 502. No, I didn't even study this in psychology. I mean, you you read about it, but but it's been discredited so for so long that, you know, it's just not something oh, that... Oh, it's yeah. been discredited. It's discredited. AI underscore kill you. Yeah, yeah. Karen just discredited what you wrote, man. Not by me, but by the psycho- psycho- uh, psychology community. La. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, it's, still, yeah. it's, still, it's, still, it's still worth looking into. You no, know? then, yeah, based on what you said, that makes me want to read up even uh, even more la, to yeah, see yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what the controversy was. No, no, I, th- I, think, I think you should, you should, yeah. You know, then there's yeah, a lot of interesting theories about when you're dreaming or swimming or anything like that, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, correct. yeah, my, my one what shook... What is your one shook comment? Yeah, my one shook comment is by Valuable Economy 327. Uh, she, I think it's a she, because she says my husband. She says, suggest to add some music and upgrade your mics for better volume control. I find the podcast content not bad, but it's so long and I always fall asleep halfway. Your voices are too deep and soothing, especially Terrence. My husband has started referring to him as Jigglypuff, guaranteed to KO before the 25-minute mark. 
So I try to I try I try I try to buff. I try to break down this comment a little bit. Does she is she serious that she that that she thinks it's that that she's criticizing you know our audio setup, you know that because she's saying uh, that that the content is good but our voices are too deep and soothing so she always falls asleep. So so isn't that like uh somewhat a compliment as well, right? I think it's a compliment. I think it's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, or I, I, I don't think it's a, it's a backhanded uh, insult la. I think it's, mm. a, it's a compliment la. Even though upgrading our sound system, I mean, yeah, our microphones are, are pretty, pretty, pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Shout out to Shure yeah, for so our microphones, man. Shout out to Shure, man. Shure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that that comment also. And I was like, hmm, okay. But maybe this goes back. Thing, this yeah. goes back to uh, the difference between like morning radio and a podcast, la, Right. When morning radio mm. is really about, you know, keeping you awake during your drive and stuff like that, playing your music you like and all. Whereas these podcasts mm. are really by diving deep into conversation. And and if it makes you feel so comfortable, like you're being with your friends and all that, you just fall asleep. That's not a bad thing or so, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, she's uh, he or she said that I always fall asleep halfway. Oh, yeah, it's a she. Like, um, yeah. Uh, your voices are too deep and soothing, especially Terrence. And then they call you Jigglypuff. Why does Jigglypuff sound so familiar? Yeah, at first I thought like it was making fun of me because I'm, I'm fat or something, you know, like Jiggly. But I think Jigglypuff is a is a Pokemon, if I'm not wrong. And, oh. Uh, if if probably has something to do with sleep, lah. I'm sorry, I'm not Pokemon. I'm not Pokemon age, uh, But uh, yeah, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Clicking on Jigglypuff like. Just opens up so many different pages. I, I don't even dare to go. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Jigglypuff. Yeah, but yes. Uh, cool. Interesting comment. Like, I, yes. I, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're quite targeted about uh about why we don't use music and all that. So, I mean, thanks for the feedback. But yeah, we I think we will continue doing what we're doing. Yeah, basically, we yeah. don't use music because we want this to be raw and authentic and not super polished because then it just sounds like radio. Correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, now for the one shock thing, and what is your one shock thing, Terence? Uh, do you want to go first? Okay, sure. Um, the 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 shit. Where is that? Yeah. So there's um this one YouTube channel that uh has come up in my news feed uh again because I think I clicked once and I've been getting uh newer and newer videos. It's called Porta dos Fundos, mm. um, and it's a Brazilian YouTube sketch comedy channel that is awesome. They've been doing videos since I think yeah 2012, mm-hmm. and they have 17 million subscribers. I think it it doesn't really go viral in 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 uh, English speaking world because a lot of the content is in uh, Portuguese. Um, so they have subtitles and all, but I think the way they do it, the the kind of comedy is great, like, and they are quite edgy they're quite raunchy the creators they also um created this netflix show that got a ton of backlash in brazil uh, it was about just a comedy kind of talking about what if jesus was gay la. Mm, 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 so they did they released that uh i think one or two years ago it got a lot of backlash but but i mean their, their comedy on youtube is generally that kind of like they, they push the boundaries they try and be edgy they try and be raunchy and the videos are like two three minutes very well produced la. so if you like Key and Peel, you like sketch comedy, just check this folk out because the subtitles are there. You will understand it and you will guarantee laugh one. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I told you about them before, right? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely have watched have watched yeah. the stuff before. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, it's funny. They're good, man. Yeah. Uh but yeah, one uh I think it's my one shop thing is uh 
probably uh, closer to home, back in the River Safari. Uh, our mm. two, our two uh, imported talent, foreign talents, Jia Jia and Kai Kai, mm. the the pandas that we borrowed from China and were placed in uh, good class enclosures in the in the Singapore Zoo. Um, mm. They after some after the seventh try of uh, of mating them or artificial insemination, I'm not sure which one. Uh, yeah, a month ago, their their baby their baby panda cub was born, uh, and. Uh, mm. The funny thing is because they've been trying to, uh, they they wanted to let the mother have as much time as possible, just you know, taking care of the baby and everything. So they they never had a chance to. Uh, they they've only recently had a had a chance to, um, you know, handle the the baby cup and everything. And they've uh, they even held a they so they held a gender reveal party, for the baby cup, for mm. for the father to you know as part of his fourteenth birthday celebration. He would he would open a box and then it would reveal whether it was a boy or a girl la, to him because apparently he doesn't know either. Um, mm. So that was pretty cute. Uh, but apparently now it's uh, time to think of a name for the baby cup and apparently ev- everyone has a chance to submit uh, you know uh, uh, some choices for for the names of this for the name of this baby la. Um, mm. And there's a website for the on the river on the I think the wildlife reserves website where you I think. Submissions. Uh, they're taking submissions between now and and uh nineteenth September two three five nine. So um yeah, it'll be the the apparently the panel will be chaired by Tan Chuan Jin, uh and uh some other representatives from academia, the Chinese embassy in Singapore, relevant government agencies, and WRS lah. And then subsequently, mm. shortlisted names will still be released for public voting, and the Panda Cup will take the name with the most number of votes. Uh. So um, it's quite it's quite interesting. You're gonna, you're gonna try. Eh? You're gonna try. Eh? Of course, of course. Everyone has to. I think as Singaporeans, we all should try because the thing is that this panda will return to China after two years. This panda cup. So uh, it? yeah. So it's not it's not ours to keep forever. You know, Jia uh, and Kai Kai might might stay a bit longer, but the, the cup will return to China. So you want some Singaporeanness to remain, uh, you know, etched in 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 this this panda cup's uh CV lah, right? So so I yeah. think it's important to give him like some a name that reflects his heritage as being born in Singapore. So I think everyone like should try or something. I mean, yeah, like you could you could call him Nasi Lemak and you know that as well, like <laughs> you know, it'd be all like Rojak. Like, I'm gonna Rojak. enter Nasi Lemak. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should, you should just give but, okay, but I need, I, I need Chinese uh. characters. Hey, I need Chinese characters for Nasi Lemak. Why? Yeah? Is or they want it because in Chinese? Because after way? I key in Nasi Lemak, yeah, if possible indicate the name in Chinese characters. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, then you gotta go and. I'm just, I'm just a, gonna put nasi lemak again. That's Chinese privilege, huh? That's Chinese privilege right <laughs> yeah, there. Why, hey, he's yeah, Chinese, like He's Chinese. Yeah. He belongs to China. <laughs> the fact that they even allow us to, to even even like come up with a name for him is a is a is a good thing already. Yeah, but it must be Chinese name. Yeah. Wow, yeah. this one maybe maybe we're gonna backlash. Huh? <laughs> if you go and if you go and make a fuss about it, like go and post on your. <laughs> Go and post on your thing. I, I, as a minority in Singapore, you thought you would enter the competition to name the panda. But yeah. little did you know that your language was a barrier. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I think everyone just try. La. Just, just try. try. You never know what, what happens. Yeah, yeah. but it's very cute, la, the, the cup, you know, the, the videos of the, of I think Jia Jia, the, the mother with the cup have been very, very heartwarming to watch. Yeah. Wow, that is sweet. Uh. Mm. So everyone Ooh, check man, it out. You have, you have, yeah, you have uh, about like a week to, to come up with a good name. Okay, I just submitted Nasi Lemak. 
<laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see where it goes. Let's yeah. see. Uh, let's see. All right. Cool, man. Cool. All right. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. And we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.